All right, all right, everybody. Welcome to another great, great episode of Mission Mementos Podcast. I am getting up there and the connections just keep on coming. Um, this woman is, that I'm about to introduce, she has been a phenomenal woman. She was one of the speakers for the Woman on the Mission. She dropped the mic, she dropped bombs, she dropped jewels, she did everything. And the whole thing is she made me really realize collaboration is the new competition. So I have to bring her on as Tamara McMillan. How are you doing today, Tamara? I am dynamic. I'm phenomenal. Thank you. How are you, Shay? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm, I'm just keep on plusing out podcast episodes, podcast episodes, because I just want to impact other people's lives and just let them know, like, you're not in this alone. Start getting on your mission and make mementos. I mean, mementos, the mementos part of the podcast is really creating monumental moments that are mm-hmm. going to engage in your life. So this whole podcast is incorporated that it's about your entrepreneur journey of how you started and how you keep on going and this is why I ask my ask the speakers that come on to really just basically give insight and what advice they can give to entrepreneurs that are starting out to entrepreneurs that need a reminder because you because at the same time you cannot have this I know it all because you knew it all then you want to need personal development. You want to need to have a growth mindset. You got to keep on having, like, I I seem to learn and like, hmm, I heard that before, but it's good hearing it from somebody else because that's part of mastery within itself as Mm -hmm. an entrepreneur. So get engaged. Can you give a little bit more introduction of who you are and what you do? Sure. Wow. Um, My name is Tamara McMillan. I am simply put... Um, I would say a project chick. Grew up on the east side of Buffalo. Right. (laughs) And it really came to that, you know, in a very unique way. But at the end of the day, I'm an individual who believes in education. I'm an individual who believes in leaving this world better than I found it. I'm an individual who really believes in standing in the gap and clapping for individuals who cannot stand or clap for themselves. And I believe collaboration is the new competition. So with what it is that I do, my company, we really are about providing practical tools for women who are wanting to reignite their dreams so they can narrate their story in ways that are raw, unapologetic and authentic to themselves because our story isn't for us. Jay, right? The story isn't for us. We went through it because it was for us, but now we don't get to own it. Mm. We get to then use it as a frame for other individuals to put their fabric on it. So I am an educator at heart. I teach at the collegiate level. I teach for three different departments. I am also an author. I'm a published author as well. Um, have my book on Amazon, the website. And then also I'm a speaker. So I do keynotes. I am certified in a few different um, assessments, Myers-Briggs type indicator. I am a um, advanced trainer for strong interest inventory and foresight and emotional intelligence and seven habits for highly effective people to name a few. And the other things that, you know, we want to do is we want to help individuals stack the deck in their favor. We realize that everyone has a dream, right? But if we're not appropriately managing the relationships that field those dreams, we could end up in the wrong camp doing wrong things for the wrong reasons and wake up in 10 to 15 years and not even recognize yourself in the mirror. So- (laughs) 
<laughs> right? So at the end of the day, yo, it's just really, really like your, your dreams are worth following and managing those relationships that support them at the end of the day, there it is. And changing the way you see failure. I'm a failure fanatic. And we talked about that again at your wonderful, you know, summit. We have to begin changing the way in which we see failure. Failure, fanat failure fanaticism is the where it is at. Because if we're not failing, we're probably not doing the right stuff. And if we're not failing, we're probably not standing on the edge. And if we're not standing on the edge, we're probably taking up too much space. Mm -hmm. Drop the mic. <laughs> you need to do the rest of the podcast? Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, just literally, like you said, I'm talking about storytelling. Like recently, I was able, like, I was telling you, like, I was, you know, I was giving you glimpses, but I knew my story and I wanted to basically uh, express it. And la last night, you know, I was able to finally express wow. one of the stories in my life of mm. um, me living in a rooming house for the past five years and now I I don't own that story like literally I'm having entrepreneurial friends off the galore sending sending me video like sending me videos encouragement sending me voice messages and like you know like literally your story like one of my entrepreneurial friends sent, sent me a message to that she's like your story is what, where you're going to monetize like your message and it is really like hit home uh, when you was talking about how to navigate that and, it, and now no longer just because I lived in a woman house for five years it's no longer owned by me it's the framework of telling people like you could be in a cram situation and you could still make it happen you know like in the recording of this podcast you know I'm still setting up in my place new place but the show must go on I basically like caught up one of my friends she has an office this is what I do and I'll like literally like, yo, you got, I need internet. I need to do all these recordings and the show must go on. I had two backups. One of my friends, she was going to be at work. She's about to give me the key. And she's like, just come in the house and go do what you got to do. Or I was going to be in the office. So I already had two backups and that comes with building relationships because you can't be in this world alone. You have to be intentional. If you want to move forward, you have to learn from your failures and go, go forward. So Moving on with the next question is, my word is intentional, 2021. I'm curious what yours is, Tamara. I don't know if I have a word. You some know, three. Some people had three. Some, some of the <laughs> right, exactly, because, you know, we speak for a living. So language is so very important. Um, so I was like, oh, my goodness, as if to pick one is almost like, Oh my goodness. Um, so I'll give you three because three is the magic number, right? And it's also one of my favorite numbers. So, you know, one of um, the words um, I would say for me um, for this year has been liberation, right? Mm -hmm. So really, truly thinking about liberation, when you think about Webster Webster's definition of that, it is being free from societal constraints. So liberation is, you know, one of the words for um, 2021. And then the other word I would say um, that I have really been, you know, leaning into is, you know, trust, trust your process, Mm. trust your process and know that your process is like no one else's process because it's not supposed to be about anyone else's process. And then the other one is quiet or quieter peace, like in there. Cause I think because we live in such a noisy world, we don't stay quiet long enough in order for us to enjoy peace, peace of mind, peace of space, 
piece of just being alone and, and because you're alone don't mean you are lonely and we kind of get that twisted as well so liberation trust and then um you know quiet you know which for me equals you know having peace Okay. Okay. So um, thank you for those three words. I definitely can relate to all of them because I've been liberated recently. I have learned how to trust the process for the past five years and overall um, really having a peace of mind that mm -hmm. I'm in a new, it's, it's nothing like that feeling. So, um, you know, one of the stories that really draw into me, how you dropped your educational position was it it wasn't what six figures i think it was yeah it was so i was a social okay. director for leadership so in Ooh. total with my salary with benefits um you know vacation health care and all it was six figures and i had permanent appointment i think that's the bigger piece i had a permanent appointment with a state job permanent mm. appointment and resigned wow wow so i mean graphs and all that and everything like that, you know, how long was you in the field? Wow. I was in that particular position since 09 and I resigned in 16. So 20, um, 2009. And then I left the position in 2016, but I've been in higher education in the student affairs capacity, a good 12, 13 years at minimum, I would say. You know, and and that, honestly, like, I mean, you had to have some type of realm where you knew you needed to do more in this world and the limitations honestly of having an actual job and not having the liberation of going into this comes into like I mean where did that first entrepreneurial journey start like where, where would you like I mean you hear the stories of people's lemonade stand candy yeah. <laughs> like, I want to hear the story of Tamara when she first started like where where, or where was her where was she starting to hustle to get her entrepreneurial spirit out there um you know, funny, it, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. Um, you know, Sheree, you, you talked about, you know, your journey, five years, not having internet, you know, being in a boarding home and really having to make a decision about something that you knew innately, even though you may have not had the language, but there was just something about it that defied description, right? Mm -hmm. So my um, entrepreneur journey really came out of pain. Mm -hmm. It came out of the pain of, knowing that I needed to ask my daughter's father for a divorce. It came out of my individual suffering as a woman, as a Black woman. It came out of realizing that I needed to do some work on me, lacked confidence, self-esteem, didn't really own my positioning in this universe, and definitely didn't own my calling. So I realized that my pain was needing to be voiced because my voice was going to be my vehicle. Vehicle for what? Helping to empower other women. So that way we realized we didn't have to do what? Suffer in silence. Mm. I like the whole fact of suffering in silence, not um, suffering in silence, because I suffered for years being in this room. And I wanted to, I was, you know, like I literally did the summit was literally recorded. It wasn't, I didn't go to my friends or anything like that or house. I did the summit in my room and house. Like literally, I just got a big screen. I got a big little um, backboard and I just basically went to town. And uh, it was suffering. Like literally, I was sitting in an uncomfortable chair the whole time and everything. I couldn't wait till break. 
and everything like that. And like literally, and then like when we had, if you remember, we had uh, we had technical difficulties. Right? Yes, we did. Yeah, technical difficulties. So I had a star sitting in the chair, and people were like, yo, they were like, like what's it, like some um, I think it was Siobhan. Um, she's like, yeah, like she's like, I commend you because you're not even you not even missing a beat or freaking out or and because I was I was literally live and I'm like that's because I just had the mind I built the mindset you know like literally like you know literally my tv was like two feet away from where I was recording the actual event my bed was like one feet like inches away you know my refrigerator like literally like all those common all those collaborative and I was still focused in on the mm-hmm. task at hand and I can relate to suffering in silence and I'm like enough I'm like I'm was so excited and fulfilled because I could have waited and stalled even more I was about to check with my coach <laughs> could probably reach out to you I'm like listen I moved out moved out of this woman house how should I do this I mean you know your former um you're not your former but you're a mutual sore who's one of my best friends Christina you know I said yo when I'm ready this because she knew about she knew about the story I'm like yo I've been sure. telling, like she knew from when I first moved in to when I would, I would send her pictures from time to time like yo I can't wait to tell my story because this is gonna be just like this this is everything and I, I like literally pain and suffering mm. has really got me going to elaborate on this next question about my mental health my mental health was in, intact and I had mm. to make it a priority so with this record is gonna be dropped in the month of mental health awareness month um what mm-hmm. advice would you give to somebody that um, you know, in entrepreneurship, mental health, how, what advice would you give them as they continue on going forward on a mental health space? Hmm. Well, first I want to say this. I don't necessarily believe in advice because I believe that it's overrated. Mm. Right? And especially within uh, marginalized communities, we have physicians, we have doctors, we have specialists saying, hey, these are things that we need to be doing, so on and so forth, when a lot of times they haven't even walked in our shoes. Mm. So I would say for me, I don't know all of the just dynamic and the cross um, perspective and the reaching that Shay on the mission is going to have. So I don't know that all of the things that I've experienced will do what align and or resonate. So this is what I offer. Here is my platter. Take from it what you need to feed yourself. So here are some suggestions, some options, some things that I would say to individuals who are entrepreneurs and who are needing to keep themselves together, mind, body, and spirit. First and foremost, create a daily routine. Take care of your mind. If you do not take care of your mind, society, media, social media, music will take care of it for you. Whoever has your ear has your life. That's the first thing. The second thing I would say is create a badass tribe. Who are your individuals that's going to hold you up, but they also going to hold you accountable and allow you to be vulnerable. They're going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And they will not blow smoke up your skirt. That's number two. And I told you three is always, again, the magic number. Change the way in which you view failure. As an entrepreneur, you are not going to get everything right. Just think how boring it would be anyway. And think about all of the entrepreneurs, the individuals that you would have followed, you've read upon, you respect in the game and the hustle and the flow. They've not gotten everything right. It's trial and learn. Try something figure out what worked, why it worked, how it worked, why it didn't work. Listen, revise, reuse, respin, and put that baby out there again to the market. 
and be in the habit of compartmentalizing your experiences. As black and brown people, we are some of the most creative individuals, but we don't have a process. Mm. Somebody be like, Shay, Sharia, how did you go about doing this? What were all the steps? Because we know how to do things because we know how to survive because that's the only thing that we know how to do because we come from the projects, we come from the gutter, we come from unfortunate trauma and drama. We don't want to stand long enough to be like, all right, let me stand in this pain. Let me feel this. Let me get deep with this. So then that way I can help somebody else compartmentalize your experiences, write everything down. So when you go back and review, and let me say this, if you're not assessing, then it's not worth doing. When you go back and review it, then you can say, yep, this went well, and this is how I know it went well. This is what I liked, and this is the reason why I liked it. I'm going to change this just a smidgen so I can make a purposeful pivot, but I'm going to change it, and here are the reasons why I'm going to change it. And then pretty soon you have what? A well-oiled machine, a process, because life is cyclical, and it's like the hero's journey. Just because you've managed this one misstep, just because you've managed this one thing, in your life doesn't mean that you're not going to come up against other challenges. You will. But when you have a solidified process for moving forward, then you have a blueprint. Mm. <laughs> wow. That, that's, that's a handful right there. Um, <laughs> man, man. And you, you want to take over this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, so I'm, I'm being, I'm loving this, I'm loving this. Oh man, so you know, all this empowering and stuff like that. You know, you talked about it a little bit with you. Um, you know, you had to take the, the initiative to um say enough of this and let you ended a marriage. And you know, it takes a it takes a, it takes a lot. Um, what before, but let me rewind back. One of the things that I want to add on what you said was about you was talking about build a bad tale. Bad, I mean, bad, overall badass, you know, tribe. And that's not just like a, your own tribe. I mean, a tribe of you people for your business, but a tribe, the people that's going to tell you like how it is. And one of the things that I say is create opportunities. Don't wait for opportunities. Mm, yes. Because like this, you know, you can say, oh, well, I got to wait for the right time, wait for opportunities. Yes, there's certain things you wait. I waited for five long years to tell my story about me living in a rooming house. But it's a now I can tell people this is me now, this is me then, and this sure. is what, what I can tell the steps. You know, like how you said, take the steps. I'm like, this is what it took for me. You know, first thing first is to move into the rooming house because I had to get out of an unhealthy relationship that wasn't working for me. And then at the same time, I would yes, I have family in Buffalo. I have I don't downplay them and stuff like that. But at the same, same time, I knew that I said, God, the next time I move out. Because I was back and forth moving out, back and forth moving out, back and forth mm-hmm. arguments, all that stuff. When I basically moved into that room house, I said, Lord, the next time I move out, I'm not moving into a family. I'm not moving into a friend. I'm moving on my own. Whatever you see fit, whatever you see fit for me to live in, that's where I'm going to be living at. And I live into a boarding slash rooming house for the next five, five years. I could have been out. But I was, I had a, new, a whole nother mindset that in a whole nother journey I had to basically develop on in my mental. I had to basically get into the mindset that I can do, I will do, and I must do. So mm-hmm. when I got to that point, then that's when I moved on. And now I'm in a three bedroom, big, nice bed, nice 
Nice one. Look, look at you. Nice and quiet. I'm in peace. I'm liberated. And I trust the process throughout the whole time. So, hey, girl, hey. I love everything about it. <laughs> hey, girl, hey. So, you know, we talk about all this empowering things and stuff like that. Mention a bits and pieces of the dark moment. Um, can you name a time when you just overall just like had adversity? You just wanted to like, you know what? I, I don't know if I, this entrepreneur thing is for me. Hmm. Yeah, um, I would probably say um, I started doing a series of, um, it was called, it was titled Cupcakes and Conversations, right? Mm -hmm. So you never know um, what your ideal constituents, we call them IC within the e-course, what they're going to gravitate toward. So I said, well, let me start on a smaller scale. So I started on a smaller scale. Um, it was invite only. I had, you know, women in my my personal home, right? And, th and that in and of itself was a trip because, you know, for the most part, I live my life, you know, in this particular space, but I'm private because, you know, I'm a mother. Um, I, my daughter was younger at that particular time. And I'm like, okay, how are you going to work this? So I created this series called Cupcakes and Conversations where there would be 15 to 20 women talking about a topic or two. And we're off playing the role of facilitator. I didn't want it to be just about Tamara or Macmillan Empowerment Enterprise. I really wanted it about be about women again coming into a space, not only safe space, Sharia, but a brave space. We often talk about safe spaces, but guess what? We don't need just safe spaces. We need brave spaces. So brave spaces where they can lay their burdens down. They can let their hair down. If they need to smoke, they can smoke. If they need to cuss, they can cuss without feeling like they would be judged for going through what they went through. So was doing that and I was like, okay, great. Has some great momentum, you know, with that then um, created the conference, right? Cause the company started just wanting to have the conference once a year, that was it. And that imploded, didn't get it right. Girl walked away bleeding, lost money, you know, lost again, some momentum encouraging that space. Then the conference, yep, that happened great, successful, had great reviews, did the second year, second annual, successful, right? Did the third year, successful. As a matter of fact, the third um, conference sold out. But one of the things that I was finding, well, one of the things I found, and it was so disheartening to a certain extent, and also it was so taxing was, you know, where we live, you know, contingent upon who you're connected to. A lot of times, a lot of, you know, the women groups, they clicked up, right? So if you're not in the in crowd, and if you don't seem to be, you know, maybe the right kind of fit, there are certain, you know, entities that won't rock out with you. And I was like, okay, well, what about the content? Forget that it is Tamara McMillan, who is facilitating. And then I came to this, this freed me, Shay, and I'm hopeful that it frees not only you, if this was your challenge ever, or anybody that's listening to this. Because I have a strong affinity for women and women of color, I felt like, I felt, so past tense, I felt like I wanted to help everyone. I wanted to help everyone. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't anyone want to? Because, you know, the platform is organic, it's natural. Then I freed myself and I realized I'm not talking to everybody. 
the talented 10. I'm not talking to everybody. I'm not going to be everybody's flow. I'm not going to be everybody's girl. And just because I am a female and I have an affinity from female and females are my ideal constituents, I realize my language is not for everybody. I realize that I am not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but I will never stop pouring. Mm. That freed me. And I realized that I'm talking to who I'm talking to. <laughs> I have to take a note of that one. <laughs> but I want you. <laughs> oh man. So that that's that that's that thank you for sharing that because um you got me shell shocked with that one. <laughs> But, um, you know, you know, it really makes me think that, you know, I was, I have, a, I had a webinar just, um, in the month of April of 2021 mm -hmm. part series, and it was the messaging section. Cause I have four components of the four M's of entrepreneurial foundation. And it, I said, everybody's not your ideal clientele, but the right somebody is your clientele. And that had to basically pour into the fact that, you know, like, cause everybody like, especially starting entrepreneurs, they always say, I mean, when I get a client on a phone or a potential client on the phone or prospect, and they say, I right, right, like, all right, you want to do this business. Who is your ideal client? Everybody. I'm like, I'm like, golden answer. Everybody answer. Like, hold up. First of all, everybody's not going to be your ideal client. Um, you not ET, you not Tony Robbins, you not one of those, you not Lisa Nichols, that you can get everybody. And stuff. and they still don't get everybody because some people don't, you don't, you're not Gary V. Some people don't like Gary V just because he just uses a lot of profanity, you know, yep. like and stuff like that. And that's okay. You just gotta find out who is gonna draw to you. I know people are gonna start drawing to me because the whole fact is like, yo, how do you get mentally fit and like well, now do you like that safe space that people thought I was in when I was in a brave space? Uh, basically continue on making things happen when I'm like, yo, I can just hang the towel up and just get out of this room and house quicker. Like literally all I had to do, bust out, do three jobs, boom. Like it's nothing. Right. But I just basically said, you know what? I'm going to keep on going because the simple fact is it's not how I start, but it's how I keep on going. And right. I, I love the fact of you saying that because we all got to keep on pouring out jewels and bombs and gems to people because the people that's going to rock with you, they're going to rock with you. And the people that's not, that's fine. Right. So it goes into my next, next question of how has work it's doing your storytelling approach to help people navigate been beneficial in the entrepreneurship world for you? So can you repeat that again? How has storytelling okay. helped you be beneficial in the entrepreneurial world? Um, namely, first and foremost, to the point that you just said, you're not alone. We're not alone. I think all too often, again, because depending upon the culture, the education, the religion, you come from the society that you come from, we're taught that you don't tell your business. Whatever happens in this house stays in this house, right? So did oh, your yeah. mom the grandpa that, say I that? I was taught that way. Definitely. I was taught that. I got to, I mean, we had some friction in my, my household because of the fact that it wasn't to basically telling my parents or anything like that. It just the whole thing is I knew at a young age, I wasn't meant to just be in a bubble, a shell. And it in the whole thing of me being secluded, included it, it caused a friction within my, my family that, you know, I know in time it's going to work itself out. But literally it was like, okay, because everybody, like I'm the only entrepreneur out of my five. Sure. 
I'm the only one that's entrepreneur. My dad had a little bit, of, I saw a little bit of entrepreneur with carpentry. My mom never really was the entrepreneur. She was the opposite. And then my brothers were just, you know, they just went suit to what they did and then stuff yep. like that. And I'm like, me, I just always felt like, okay, I was an outsider. I was this. And I just like, you know, I knew like it wasn't like there was times when I was like just being, being open, being real and authentic about my truth to other family members or to other, you know, church members in the family and, and, and or whatever case may be. And they felt that I was just like telling on them what stays in the house. Yeah. No, it wasn't telling you. It was just like this. If I don't get this out, yeah, it's not that you're gonna be a ticking time bomb. You know, like I literally know, like there's two type of people when I say when people keep putting things in, they're either gonna off themselves. Yep. Or they're going to explode and verbally explode, mentally explode, cry out, explode, and stuff like that. So it's best to get it, get it out there uh, of telling your story, no matter mm-hmm. who's going to take it or not and everything. So when that comes into play, how do you keep your talents aligned while being on your mission? Um, you know, I think it's, it's an amazing question. Um, sometimes I sit back and I look and I'm like, wow, is there really a separation between you, Tamara Lynn McMillan, and MEE, right? Because my, my, my company, my business, my mission, my vision is me. So where is the separation? And sometimes, Shay, there really isn't a separation. Mm-hmm. I am my brand. So, you know, keeping my talents, you know, in alignment with that. I stay in the lab. I stay working on my craft. I stay connected to sharp individuals. I stay around brilliant people who, again, are doing their thing in their particular space. And then I realized that um, as a lifelong learner, all of what it is that I am experiencing, learning, and taking in is for the betterment of the people that are supposed to hear me. So no matter where they encounter Tamara, I'm ready to receive them and to be of service. Mm. I love that, I love it. So before we get into the favorite segment of my podcast, Shay's Suggestion, since she since Tam- Tamara doesn't do advice, she does suggestions or tips. Yes. I'm gonna convert a little bit this question and say, what suggestions would you give to a starting entrepreneur that wants to go all in or needs to go all in in as entrepreneur? Okay. Um, the first thing, and I'm not certain, so I'm, this is just going to be raw off the top of my head, and then maybe I can kind of synthesize it. Um, first and foremost, determine what is it that you want to do, right? What is it that you want to do? Why is it important to you? Because entrepreneurship is a straight flow and there's going to be some ebbs and there's going to be some ups and downs. There's going to be some um, uncertainties. What is it that you want to do and why? For you, for you, right? And it's basically wrapped up in your why. Why is it important to you? Because when you know your why, nothing or no one can corrupt that. When you know your why, nothing or no one can corrupt that. Because when we're thinking about our dreams, which are so big and they're gigantic, for those individuals that are connected to us, you mentioned your parents really kind of being the only one within your immediate family who's an entrepreneur, our friends, depending upon, again, the lens that they're looking through, 
Most people are not going to be able to recognize your dreams and they're not supposed to because they weren't in them. So when you are again, locked in on your why, that's the first thing, lock in on, in, in on your why, and then think about, pick your struggle. What are you willing to struggle for in order for you to do what? Live out this dream. Because you, you're going to struggle. You're going, you're going to give up something in order for you to be able to bring this baby into fruition, to bring this in um, to existence without aborting prematurely. So those are the first two things I would say. And then, no, and then the last thing, again, is always the, one of the things I always talk about, Three. your why. Get your mind together. I'll get your mind right. Get your mind right. Get your mind right. I'm gonna have to, I'm getting this 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 podcast right to my video editor. Real talk because she, ugh. but nice. you know yes. what? We we almost concluded and we ready. Like this flow, I mean, literally, I want I would, I could talk. We we gotta have brunch. That's, we gotta have brunch. You know, um, you know, my favorite section is hashtag change suggestions. You know, as I continue on getting poured in and know I'm on the right track as an entrepreneur. I give it back to, because I'm always a person that gives back. I give it back to the actual host and say, uh, is there any questions that you would ever want to ask me? And this is the time to do so. So I have, has, this next segment is called Hashtag Say Suggestions, where the speakers ask me two questions that I'm blind by. don't know what the questions is. I like to leave it like that. So Tamara, mm -hmm. tell me what my first question is. All right. So you mentioned a lot about mindset you mentioned a lot about the strength of that enduring all the things that you've endured in the last five years which I think is commendable so give your again listeners your viewers your followers a snippet of your daily routine as you keep your mind right <laughs> okay that's 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 not even that's not even hard so it shouldn't be First things first is I got to give it up to God. I give him thank you. I give him mm -hmm. prayer. I give prayer, meditation. Um, I got to get working. I mean, one thing that I got to, I'm working on, I, I need a spiritual accountability person that I'm going to work on and stuff like that because the, the Bible, it's, it's shockingly, I love reading books, but the Bible, I guess it's because it's like 13 books all in one. But, um, you know, one of my, one of my um, spiritual friends did tell me, they's like, just split it up like a, like, just, if you have to get the book and separate it, like, really rip it up, then if that's what I have to do, that's what I have to do. Um, but let's not even go off a tangent. Um, first things first, I definitely just give prayer, thanks to God. Um, I just basically just marinate. Sometimes I'll just sit in bed. Sometimes I'll get up and just, like, get on my knees and pray. Um, mm -hmm. The second thing I do is I'll actually pick a book that I'll read. And I'll um, book that I'm reading. Like right now, I'm on book 10. So by the time you listen to podcasts, I'll be on 10, 11, 11, 12, or something like that. So um, so I read a book. I'm more intentional now of the book that I read. I don't read a book that just like, oh, somebody recommend. So Tamara can recommend me to read her book right now. But if it doesn't align with where I stand in life, I'm not going to read it necessarily. It might happen two weeks from now. It might happen a month from now. It just all depends on where I stand and sure. stuff like that. So the book that I'm reading right now, because I'm getting prepared for uh, another virtual summit and I want to do better, is a virtual summit launch. So it only makes sense for me to see what snippets that I can do to improve on my third actual virtual summit. 
Um, and then, um, you know, I gotta, there's some things I'm still tweaking on my daily routine to keep my mind right. But literally I, I pray again before I get out, step out the door for my nine until or whatever case may be. And, um, just go forward. So, um, and I just keep, I honestly, I keep those processes all throughout the day because if something happens, like say something, I'll pray, either pray to God and talk to God. There's sometimes when I'm driving all day, delivering my packages and I'm just in silence talking to him all day. Then there's sometimes there's hiccups at my job where we are on standstill for like 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Mm. I always tell people, whoever's like, yo, Shay, how are you reading all the books? I bring my book with me. So whether it's on my phone or it's in my work bag. I always have a book. The book that I'm currently reading is always on me because if I'm stuck in traffic, whatever case may be, everybody else is pissed off and have road rage. I'm not pissed off because I can just go read my book. Sure. And everything like that. And, um, you know, there's certain things that, you know, I choose by choice, but I'm going to add on eventually is getting back into my workout routine. And, um, yeah, just like just continuously on and make and make putting myself in the calendar more. That's one of the things that I always do. And stuff like that. But there's days where, you know, I have to just just go with it. And um, I still get back. I, I get back in the momentum each and every day and each and every moment. So like there's some days I have to pop up and they like, hey, I hey, you want to make some extra money. So I have a double work pay. So all everything like the most of might be I like, all right, what's the one thing out of those three that mm-hmm. I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make sure I'm praying and meditating to God before I leave out of uh, leave out of church. I mean, leave out, leave out to work. And then the book, if the book doesn't happen to that day, doesn't happen. If, um, you know, if me not being able to work out doesn't happen, that's fine. The, the one thing is always getting back. So that's my, that's my daily mind to get my mind right. And stuff like that. It's always come back to those three components and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, you, you, you did a three. So like, I think about it. That's my common three. Yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. So I want you to think about your life. I want you to think about the things that you dream about. I want you to think about your legacy. And I'm wanting you to imagine yourself. I love the fact that you have your eyes closed. I want you to imagine yourself at your 80th birthday party, (laughs) right? You're at your 80th birthday party. It is a huge bash. We don't no longer wearing masks and pandemic-esque things. We're all free flowing. I want you to think about this birthday celebration. I want you to think about in as much specificity as possible. Where is this birthday celebration taking place? What time of the day? Um, What kind of venue are you at? Then after capturing that information, I'm wanting you to think about three individuals that you would love to be there and speak at your celebration and what would they say to you? Man, I'm going to blend that. Um, uh, Lord's willing, my God, mom is still alive. So she would have to be the one. Um, you know, she's one of the things that she says is about me. And she said, I'm easy to love. I, I hands down speaking that truth because I am. I'm not with the games. I'm not with the shenanigans. I will pour into you, but I will tell you like how you need to hear it, even if you don't want to hear it. And if you don't mm-hmm. want to rock with me no more, that's on you. Um, so I got that burning fire from my guy mom. And she would tell me, she said, you know what? Out of all this stuff that you've been through, you kept on going and I'm super proud of you. Um, 
Ooh, number two. Um, some of the viewers don't know this, but I have a, I have a twin brother and um, we don't see eye to eye. Honestly, we never really seen eye to eye. And I would love for him to speak and say, you know what, sis, regardless of our differences, you kept on going and regardless of, you know, not having the family, how you were always wanted to and didn't purposely dissing yourself because you it wasn't a vendetta. I am glad that we will always have that un, unimaginable bond that we started this this life together. So um, that would be my breath. And then the third would be my future husband. <laughs> uh, um, you know, I say this all the time and I would say that, you know, now I'm at a time right now that I can't fix man. So that's one thing that I had, that was part of my unhealthy relationship. The mm. ex and Laura's will and final relationship. If I have to date a little bit, that's fine. But the, the, the relationship that I envision to incorporate will expand and we'll be married for years to come. And he will say, thank you for having God in my life, for bringing God in bringing you into my life through God. And I always say this, that the foundation starts with God. And um, thank you for having our kids, for impacting other people and allowing me to pour into you as well as you pouring into me. And that's, that's you know, that's literally the three, you know? So two people that I know, and the third, I don't know who the, first, who the future husband is, but that's literally what um, my 80th birthday will be like of, those three top people will say that, yeah, I'll probably have a few other friends, maybe crazy. Sure. Mm -hmm. But um, overall, those would be the, the three ideal that I could say um, would be on um, and stuff like that. So Awesome. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> that was a, a deep-thoughted question. That wasn't even, that was, that was like five questions at one. Dang. Oh, no. Well, you know, you know, I had to end with a bang because you know, that I was a banger. Up. I'll tell you that much. And I'm going to have to splice up and say, you know what, video editor, make sure you split that up. Exactly. Cut it out. And everything. So that was, that was definitely a, that was a, Oh my gosh. Like I have to know what I'm going to do eventually on my YouTube. I'm going to be, I'm in the process of formalizing how I'm going to do my YouTube. I'm going to bet my best YouTube, my best chain of chain suggestion questions. And this, that question will be one of the top, like real talk. So awesome. thank, thank you, Sandra. Like really. So you dropped a lot of bombs, a lot of jewels. So this is your time to tell people where to find you, how to follow you. If you want to rock with her, if you want to join her, you know, literally tell people and then tell people what you got coming up, what you got going on. All right. So what I have going on, um, I made mention of it in the beginning and you know about it. I'm dropping a new e-course that's getting ready to rock out and it is Reignite Your Dreams. Um, we already launched Narrate Your Story, but what we found in that assessment piece were there were some individuals who weren't where Sharia is and they needed a little bit more support in the back end. So we're creating Reignite Your Dreams for individuals who really need to tap into their why, their selves. So we're creating that and we're going to be launching a free webinar series where we walk women into what it's going to be like if you decide to hang out with us 
in this webinar series, um, in this e-course. So the webinar will basically be an overarching of what you will get inside of that. Um, and that's going to be um, launching in May. So I have to get past class and the semester's ending and things of that nature. So that's what's coming up. Um, also, um, we will always have narrate your story, but that's going to be on a case-by-case -case basis for individuals who really have dealt with, again, the pain and the trauma, and they have what? Embrace their story and understand that they no longer own it. So that's always um, going. Yes, and yeah. <laughs> thank you. Yep. And then um, I'm going to be um, I'm speaking. I'm doing, as a matter of fact, I have a huge talk tomorrow with a major corporation on code switching. Then I'm doing something around International Women's Day. It's called um, Choo um, Choose Challenge, which is dope. So I'm excited about that particular space. Um, yes, right. So it's just like, you know, so those are some, you know, smaller things that I have, well, not smaller like that, but some other things that I have with other companies in terms of the collaboration that um, isn't branched off of the company. Now, how you can connect with me. So you can always go to our website, empowerme.com, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-M-E-E.com, empowerme.com. I'm on social media. You can find me on uh, Facebook, at Tamara L. McMillan, T-A-M-A-R-A-L, McMillan, M-C-M-I-L-L-A-N, or on IG as liberated underscore women. And that is L-I-B-H-E-R-A-T-E-D underscore women. Because at the end of the day, we do want to support and help those individuals that realize that their dreams are worth following, but need some practical tools on ways in which they can manage them because all of our relationships feed our dreams one way or the other, either they're helping or they're hindering. And we want to make sure that those relationships are helping and not hindering because there's something specific that you must do. And the world needs to see your light, experience your story and feel your love. Mm. So with that being said, that is, um, empowering. Um, I, I want to give a special shout out before we conclude. Um, thank you, Yakima Milton. Yes. So I will be making, uh, yes. She is the individual that I reached out to that I said, you know what, because I one one of the few things that I, I'm, I'll get creative with my connections, with my collaboration. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And, and I said, uh, Tamara doesn't know me. We may be going, we may be Buff State alum. She probably might have did it if I randomly just just cold called or reached out to her. She sure. might randomly have did it, but I say, you know what? Me and Kima go back like bus state day. She's I call her my she called me her mini me. I call her, her my, I call her my bigamy. Yeah. And she <laughs> told me, I said, she told me, like, I think like we was just randomly talking like back in November, December. And she's like, Yeah, I know Tamara and stuff like that. And I was like, oh cool, because like she's one of the speakers that, you know, because we just was talking about, you know, we go back in time. And I say, yeah, like who you stay connected and who you know. And she said, yeah, like I know Tamara, like me and Tamara go back. And I said, okay, cool. So I said, you know, I just reached out to her Jane. We're like, you know what? She probably ain't get my message. Kima, can you do the E introduce? Cause I'm getting a little like antsy about this summit. And like Tamara, I've seen her speak a few times on social media and you know, long story short, this is this is how the collaboration it, over is coming and coming and coming and uh, thank you again, Tamara. And this concludes indeed another great podcast episode. Thank you, everyone.
Thank you.